Welcome to Quirky Gems Podcast. It's great to have you here. Join me, Gem Swallow, every Friday as I talk happiness and living life to the fullest. I talk about what I try and what I come across, along with mindset and motivation, health and fitness. That's Quirky Gems Podcast every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Would you like to advertise here on Quirky Gems Podcast? I've got two packages available for you. The intro package gets you an advert read out right here on Quirky Gems Podcast. You'll get your socials, a website. It's available. You'll also get a link in my link tree. To claim, direct message me on Twitter. It's at Radio Gem, payment via PayPal, £6, available worldwide. So let's get a social package. You get your advert read out right here. Right here on Quacky Gems Podcast, you also get your link available in my Twitter. Every time I drop a new podcast, you will get seen by my followers. You will also get your link in my link tree. How amazing is that? £12 for one month. Payment via PayPal available worldwide. To claim, direct message me on Twitter. It's at Radio Gem. So that is something that sounds right up the street. Check out Gary Beck's Double Envelopment. You can find it in my link tree on Twitter at Radio Gem. Or you can find it on Amazon, so grab your copy today. Next up is Made by Gem, Gem CBD Balm. This one is mine. It's very nerve-wracking and exciting to have your little baby put out into the world. But we are still in winter, and I don't know about you, but things hurt. If you said this, migraine... This could be the thing that helps you out. So, all natural ingredients, there are three of them. It comes in a little jar. It's full spectrum, which means that you are actually getting... It will help. It's full spectrum CBD. It is there to help you with pain. I have used it for migraine. So, when I get a migraine, I get put a little bit on my temples. It relaxes me. I use it around three times a day. It helps relax muscles. If you have back problems, it, CBD is great for helping your ailments. Now, if you've been listening to my journey, I have oral and neck cancer. And my pod on my neck, especially in the cold, it hurts. And I have to rely on scarves to keep it warm. But three times a day, I rub CBD balm into my pod. Now, what is interesting about this, I haven't actually been receiving treatment for seven weeks, but I have been using CBD balm. And I have noticed a difference in the pod, that we affectionately call it, on my neck. And it also helps to ward off the winter chill. So if this is something you would like to try, give it a go. Why not? You can find it at Radio Gem. Send me a direct message and I will give you an invoice. It's £10 including postage and packaging. PayPal only. And I only ship to the UK because international shipping will be a lot more. And there's also different laws depending on different countries that you live in. That's made by Gem, Gem's CBD Balm. Have a listen to this. Six weeks of radiotherapy. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Quacky Gems Podcast. How are you? I hope you're doing well. 
En dit heb ik omgeving zo ging een little bit. About how my radiotherapy experience has gone. So today, the 24th of March, 2023, I completed six weeks of radiotherapy. <laughs> That's why my voice sounds a bit like it does. <laughs> but I might keep a new voice, I don't know. So, it's been hard. It's been long. It's been an experience. Six weeks ago, I remember talking to my other half and saying, how am I supposed to do every day, five days a week, for six weeks? Um, Jack turned around and said, we'll do it, take one day at a time. Um, there's been a lot of tears. And it's so weird because the people around me have been saying... You've been doing well, you come this far, but to me it's more get up, recover. Get up, go to the hospital, recover. Um, it's so weird what you think about. So, I remember, I think, week two, I was waiting to go into radiotherapy, and a woman come out, and, um, she said, what week are you on? I went, week two. She went, oh, I'm on week six. I thought, how did you get to there? I remember thinking, I don't know if I'm genius. This is exhausting. Um, I had a bit of problem with the thing you lay on. So the machine itself, when you lay down, something supports the neck. And because I have fibromyalgia, I was having a bit of issue with that. But today, I got up, got ready to go to the hospital, and I said, yeah, yeah, I thought, okay, the cancer could be gone, but I know I'm so inflamed. Um, I thought, okay, the cancer could be gone, but this is a top-up. This is to make sure all those little cells have gone. When I come out, I got asked if I wanted the mask. And when I came out, you can see on my cover art <laughs> what that mask looks like. But when I come out, my mum was with me. I ran up to my mum and gave her a hug. Um, my mum was kind enough to carry a mask all the way home. So you might be wondering what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> so, a lot of people use them in the garden. Strangely enough, they let flowers come through them. But for me, I want to do a ritual. I want to maybe record getting rid of that aspect of my life because the six weeks is over now. I'm never going to be here again. So, maybe on Monday... I might do a recording, might do a see how I feel. And, yeah, I might do, like, a ritual of, like, letting go of the past, letting go of this aspect of my life. But when I come out, I felt accomplished. I thought, I've done it. 
I'm actually giving this everything I've got. It's been blood, tears, sweat, hair loss. <laughs> it's been a whole lot. So, I've had, in the course of six weeks, I've had been pressured to have a feeding pump. Had that put in. It's basically this yellow plastic pipe that goes around, like, behind your nose, into your throat. And it helps you eat. I had that in for two weeks. But I was eating anyway. So after two weeks, I was able to pull that out. That was a little accomplishment, but it's interesting because when you're in something, you can't see it. Everyone else can. As I say, they're saying you come so far. But for me, it was more, I'm not where you're at. I'm still in this. Eating has been hard. I'm able to eat, thankfully, but I can't handle a whole meal yet. So... I've just not long for lunch had a sausage roll, but for tea I might have Weetabix. But I am planning ahead of what I would like. I'm hoping to see maybe a few episodes of... <laughs> I like to try and eat a Um, I don't know, just little things that people take for granted is more like an accomplishment. Like, yes, I've eaten it. So, I'm eating little and often, I'm staying hydrated, and my chocolate intake, I'm drinking hot chocolate. <laughs> You've got to get it from somewhere, haven't you? But now, it would be nice to go to bed and not have to worry about my alarm going off. Um, it would be nice to build my energy back up. I miss working. I miss doing orders. I miss doing the podcast. Um, I had a conversation today with someone, and they said about a podcast. And I thought it's so much a part of who I am, and I miss it. When I came home, I was talking to my mum about it, and I thought I'm never going to be here again. So I quickly got a microphone and pressed record. Because I really wanted to mark this moment. So, radio therapy, I'm left at the moment. I have a bit of hair loss. So if you follow me on Twitter at Radio Gem, you've probably seen it. If I scratch the back of my hair, I can feel it. It feels bold. But apparently the hair will grow in about two weeks' time. Um... My neck is red, one side is peeling, where the pod, what we call it, is, that's sore, but every day it's going down, which is great. My tongue is inflamed, because they've been treating both my neck and my tongue at the same time, but I'm just glad I've been able to take in food. Um, I've been given morphine. I haven't touched that because I'm able to keep my pain levels under control. Um, but my weight is the one thing I would like to get up, but I think it's just going to take time. So, 
for me. I just want to relax as much as I can. But it's so weird. Yesterday, my other half was like, why don't we try putting some things on Twitter? I said, yeah, I missed it. It was something reminding me that I'm still me. Because it's so weird. I've been living with this since October. I've had chemotherapy. I've had breaks from chemotherapy. I've had... I've gone from... One moment planning my potential funeral to the next minute thinking I could get my life back. And then I've gone from thinking, wow, I'm never going to podcast again when I first got a child to <laughs> now this could be the last... I, I might not have cancer right now, I don't know, because the information, but it's been such a lot packed into a short space of time, but I wanted the amount of time to be short. I didn't want to be battling this for years on end. It's exhausting. And I think I've been lucky because like, I've had my mum, I've had my family... Um, I've had my friends, you know, keeping me gem, and I know my own mind as well, and I'm following my instinct. I've been talking to my mum a lot about this, and one thing's for sure, when, when you think about cancer, there seems to be like this whole view or opinion you have cancer, you lose your hair, you almost die, or, you know, an energy decides whether you live or die. The past two weeks or so, I've been thinking, okay, in the last six weeks, I haven't been told that this is, you know, we're fighting for my survival. I mean, they really put it on fix sometimes, but... I haven't been told that, and it's been good for my mental health. Like, I mean, if you get told every week, you could die, you could die, you could die, and there's no facts behind that, it's so great on you. Um, When you walk past a funeral director, and you think, okay, I'm not in there yet, but a lot of what's been getting me through... I've been thinking, I want my life back. Before this, I have health conditions. One of them is still with me. I still have chronic fatigue syndrome. It's been making your fatigue very hard. But one thing you learn, the more rest you get, the better. But I think there's been so much in such a short amount of time. But little things have helped. I think... When you're going through living with cancer and you hear other people's stories, you're waiting for this big announcement, like, you wait for these big milestones. Um, A few days ago, I was thinking, okay, when I beat this, how am I going to celebrate it? Because I'm not really a big party kind of person. Um, I'm not really a shouty kind of person. Like, woohoo, you know, I beat it. 
I'm not really like, you know, pop the corks of the champagne, let's party. It was more like, to me, an accomplishment like today, when I got off the bed from um, radiotherapy and this man who I'd never met before, he said, would you like to take the mask home? And I went, yeah, I would. Because I want to do it my way. I want to have these little rituals, like... If you think back to a moment in time, back to when maybe you overcome something massive, and you think, was there a moment in time when you overcame something and you kind of marked it? Like maybe you wrote something down and threw it in the bin, or burned a bit of paper on a candle and thinking this belongs in the past, or, I don't know, you have these turning points, and for me... When I saw my mask, it's my second one, because the first one, where I have fibromyalgia, it hurt every day, so I had to have a second one made. Um, When I've been having it, you can't see it on the mask, because I wouldn't let me have it, I didn't want it anyway, but it's orange bit, they put on the neck, and it tells them where to aim the beam. And, yeah, this mask has been with me the last, I think, three weeks. And I thought, okay, when I feel up to it, because I have to have a little bit of energy, I've just eaten now, so I've got a bit of energy, and it feels right to get behind the mic, and I've missed it so much. But I figured that when I have the energy and time's right, there's a way of destroying the mask and kind of like... Disfiguring it, you basically run it under hot water. It's made of hot water, it's like a hot plastic. If you've ever worked with um, plastic a lot of the time, you can mould it if it's hot. It's exactly the same thing. But, yeah, for me, I think now I can kind of look back and think, okay, now I can take stock. i still got to recover, but mentally, it's more taking stock. So, in the next week or so, what I might do, I just realised today's Friday. <laughs> I used to drop an episode on Friday. But, um, yeah, what I might do is, there's a couple of things I want to talk about that have gotten me through. So... Yeah, I kind of, I want to get back into this. I miss talking to you guys. I miss the connection. Thank you for pressing play, even though I haven't been behind the mic. I've, I've really missed it. I can't tell you how much I miss it. This is a massive part of who I am. Um, I hope that maybe going forward, if you'd like to advertise with me, that would be fantastic. And, um, yeah, but for now... It's 24th of March, 2023. This is the end of my radiotherapy. And I'm never going to have this moment again. So, if you've been following me on Twitter, I'm not going to light a candle or anything. There's not really something that jumps out at me, like a Shinkumbaya or something like that. <laughs> Do you have a ukulele to hand? I don't. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I think it will change now. I think that 
maybe a, a corner has been turned. So I have a follow-up appointment in April. I have an X-ray. And what's going to happen from here on out? Because I'm not going to be beamed, as I call it, I'm now going to recuperate. So I've been putting cream on my skin to recuperate. I've been eating little and often. Um, yeah, this moment in time, I think it's going to fizzle out because I think maybe my body will be like, okay, you've had your moment, you've had the radiotherapy, move on over, come on, there's a time for everything, now it's our time. I think then my body will kick in and be like, let's see this. But when I was laying there and they said, that's it, that's, you know, your last time, I remember thinking, yes, I've done it. And you get to know faces where you go. And um, you get to have little conversations and you get to kind of share what works and what doesn't. Like if you're finding it hard to eat, for example, um, eating <laughs> eating certain chocolate yogurts without me, I can't get enough of wheat at the moment with a lot of sugar. Um, I've been drinking hot chocolate. I've been craving sausage rolls. Um, I have been wanting McDonald's, but big meals at the moment to me are a no-no. Um, I'm also very sensitive to hot and cold. So, when I have Weetabix, if the milk's too cold, I feel it. It's a bit of a struggle. I have blisters on the inside of my mouth, but I've been using salt water and a thing called bonjella in my mouth, which has been helping. But, it's just been listening to my body. And, um, I've had, like, a moment today as well, because... I was talking to a nurse, Hi Vicky, if you're listening, and um, I was asking her if she always wanted to be a nurse. And the strange thing is, she was saying about she always wanted to help people. And for me, I got into podcasting and radio because this very moment, when, when I got into radio... I want it to be a voice that if someone was struggling or on a ward in a hospital bed, they want a friendly ear. And I always imagined it at night because things seem so hard at night, don't they? You know, no matter what you're going through, it seems so hard at night. And um, I think anxiety and things play a part in that. And also temperature drops and... If you live with like ailments and stuff, that really can hurt of a night. Um, I always had this image in my head of someone in a hospital bed listening to my voice and feeling a glimmer of hope, like it's going to be okay. They might not have met me. You may not have met me, but feel a connection. And when I was talking to Sarah, I thought, yeah, that's... That's why I've always done what you know what I've done with radio and podcasting. It can help people and it can make you feel connected. But there might be one of my listeners, or maybe you have a family member going through this. 
maybe something I've shared in this episode might help. If so, let me know on Twitter, it's at Radio Gem. But, yeah. How I feel now, my neck hurts a lot. It's like sunburn. But, usually when you have sunburn, you kind of, if your body gets burned, you think, oh, I'm staying out of sun. With me, it's like, I haven't been able to do that. So, every day for the last six weeks, it's been burnt. And my tongue, because I've been treating that, is um, sensitive too. Overnight, I find it hard to talk, so I would do a bit of sign language or I text, but I'm looking forward to recovery, and if I'm able to, I hope that you'll tune in and um, be a part of it. So, um, <coughs> I'm going to get my pyjamas on now, <laughs> because I'm tired. And uh, I could do a bit of comfort. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you for everyone that offered support on Twitter. Thank you so much. Thank you to Jordan and Tracy. Mum, I love you. Thank you for being with me and for being there today. Jack, I love you with all my heart. Rob, if you're listening, I know it's hard. I know it's been difficult. But thank you for being there how you can. And for the rest of my family, I'm so lucky to have you. And I love you all. And to my listeners, thank you for being with me. Thank you for being a part of it. And thank you for pressing play on the podcast. So... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening. I'm Jem Swallow. That would be me. This, this is Quirky Gems Podcast. Get involved on Twitter. It's at Radio Gem.